What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo Podcast, everybody. Um, I am going to do take give one give me one second here because we are streaming on. Um, I just need to hit live. We are streaming on Instagram as well. Let me put out a quick disclaimer before we go any farther. We now can see um, um, we now can see Twitter comments, um, but we cannot uh, we cannot see Instagram comments. But we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook and we're here on YouTube. And thank you for joining us on all the platforms. Um, my guest today is the architect of Be My Own Boss legislation. We've had him on before. Um, yes, legislation. But today, hopefully, we're going to teach you guys how legislation can be a great thing. Yes, great thing. Not good, great. Because you can go the opposite way with it too. So smack that like, kick back, and join us in today's conversation. Welcome, Mr. Mike Harubi. Thank you, Steve. Nice to be here. Yeah. So um, we got a lot to unbox, man. Um, uh, so last night, uh, my friend Pedro was doing a live, um, and it was it was a debate over legislation, and I watched it for a little bit, um, and then. You know, I think I fell asleep because it's, it had been a long weekend, but I fell asleep with it on and it was over by the time I got up. But I did see the decent amount in the beginning. The problem with the discussion, as I saw it, was that it was extreme left or right, no in between. And we all know that's never a great conversation. Um, but what I was seeing in the comments, too, was all legislation is bad legislation. Bad legislation opens the door to evils. I agree with you guys. Look, I, you know me. I've always said I don't want legislation. Don't want legislation in this space for years. But it's time to look at... We, I've also said we've never defined it. It's never been defined. And now we have states trying to regulate or already doing so with Prop 22 in California, with um, Seattle's legislation in Washington State, and now in New York City. Different types of legislation, but all not long-term solutions and all taking away rate, rights from you guys. So they're sneaky about these things, and the platforms aren't asking your opinion on it. They're just implementing it. So it is what it is. Um, there's, we've already seen backlash in the New York City one. We know Prop 22 helps delivery drivers, not rideshare drivers so much. It's hard to get the, the medical benefits because you have to do a certain amount of active hours for a certain amount of weeks to even optimize them. And then when I've talked to people, those perks are pretty close to uh, the California uh, Obamacare rates. So really you're just, you're getting your, you feel like you're getting a stipend, but you're just getting an Obamacare plan with an Uber stamp on it. And I don't know, to me, prop 22 really didn't do much. I know there's delivery drivers who would argue that. So I'm not trying to get into that, but I do need to point out that not all legislation is bad legislation. In fact, that's why Mike and I are talking today, because he has legislation that I think of as, and this is very rare, 
as positive legislation. Um, so today we will go through the Be My Own Boss legislation and the challenge to all, I have 65 million plus. Mike seems to think that's either a higher number now. If not, it will be soon. And, and I got to agree with that because when the pandemic started, it was like 58 million. So if even 65 that we know we're at, that's already, a, I mean, if you guys aren't doing that math and realizing how much that is, 70% is like 40% of the American workforce, if not more. So, I mean, that's, that's, we're not talking about like this little group of people. We're talking, and we're talking about the American dream too. Um, so, um, Oh, the last thing before we jump in that I really wanted to address was been hearing this a lot around the community and I haven't really said much about it because I don't I don't want to like rain on anybody's parade on the way you think, but I have to say this. The the term that many people are using app slave, if you believe that terminology, turn the app off, delete the app. All the app and tell me you want your data deleted, do all, any of that. You have free will. There is no app slavery, but there is app abuse to those who allow it. And to that, I would say there's a now there's not just Uber and Lyft. Now there's 700 apps you can use. So guess what? Just move on. If you really feel like you're in app slavery, because the term bothers me because that word slavery doesn't doesn't equal free will and so you do still have free will you can delete the app you cannot go on it it's fully up to you so those are just my thoughts um and now let's let's jump into this so i want to start i told you guys i would announce something today i am fully behind mike's be be your own boss be my own boss legislation um which can be found on new jobs america you can see it.com on the bottom um, because it's simple and it's, it's simple, but it's strong. Um, so Mike, um, with the simple, but genius idea of self-classification, how easy should this be and what should it mean to gig workers? What can they do? Um, you know, the, I, I think this moves into our dealing with the self-employment here and now kind of thing. The, thanks, Steve. And thank you so much for your endorsement. It means a lot. And it's uh, just very valuable to us and to the cause of promoting this. You have a big audience. You have a lot of people that have uh, agreed to, you know, to you, a lot of the principles that you have with the number of signature you've got on that petition. Mm -hmm. So this is this is important for us. It's important for everyone because here is an example of a uh, of a prominent individual in in driving in rideshare uh, supporting legislation and that's what washington pays attention to how many people do you represent is what they'll always size you up for sure so be my own boss is a standalone piece of legislation it's we'll call it purpose designed to solve specific problems it is written from the point of view of someone who is self-employed. I've been self-employed for more than 40 years, and I have known many, many self-employers of all types in, in all most descriptions. There are 28 different categories of 
who becomes self-employed. And we wrote, I said, right in, in 2020, we have no legislation to offer to uh, legislators, state or federal, to, if they want to go with us, you know, like, what do you guys stand for? What legislation do you want to see? Or how do you want to modify the legislation that's there? So we said, okay, we have the ball. It's in our court. We're going to draft something that real self-employed freelancers, drivers, individuals, independent contractors can get behind because it's entirely in their interest. And basically, we, we said the way to do that is to solve the six, what I think are the six key problems that faces everyone who wants to make a living working for themselves. And the, the very first thing that it does is it offers them a choice in federal law to declare themselves a self-employer once they get, you know, when they get a number, they will, they will be functioning as a self-employer. And it is the same thing, same mechanism that when you want to set up a corporation, you want to set up a trust, uh, you, you go online and you instantaneously get a nine-digit number that becomes the, the, the entity, the first I, legal evidence that you're, you're a separate entity. And you get that number, and it becomes your property. Mm -hmm. And the the number. So this is is it? Can it can it be comparable to like an EIN number? Yes, it is exactly comparable in the law, yep. and with that's what we've done. You are you are equal to anyone else in business because when you use that number, you are a business of one. Mm -hmm. You can also hire people. That's in the law too. But the most important thing in eighty five going on 86 years, no one has ever been able to declare themselves self-employed. It wasn't quite so crucial as it is now when we have 40, 40 plus percent of the workforce is being self-employed. And that is, if you think of a light switch, you're simply toggling on that choice that you've made. You are not then required to do anything else if you don't want to, if you want to We'll get into the details, but you now have your own, Steve used the word EIN, it, we call it an SEIN, and that's what the legislation is, a self-employer identification number. Mm -hmm. And that determines the work that you are going to do under, under this law, and only you can use that number. No one else decides if you can use it or not. It's entirely yours. The second thing second problem that we addressed was that right now the forces that oppose independent contracting and they're numerous they have tried to muddy the water and make out that uh create a, a false impression that the self-employed are um are not really employed they're self-employed they're really employees and so they've made, they've scared the buyer with huge penalties, uh, time in jail, uh, stacks of penalties that make people pass out when they, literally when they see what they're exposed to. And it protects the buyer. 
It protects the buyer from being accused of making you, you know, hiring you as an employee and calling you an independent contractor. That is a mm -hmm. major problem is that our buyers are being pulled away from all of us. And this retrieves that with a with proof that, that you can offer, you the individual can offer. Uh, this is my self-employer number. It was issued to me on this date and I am in business for myself when we work under this number. Let's so start. with that with that number comes the obligation that you're saying, see, this is where I think it's just so easy. You're just saying, I'm accountable for myself. Listen, I know what I'm doing. Yes. This has been allowed since day one in this country. Right. Why can't I do what I want to do? Exactly. Like if I go master a skill, and then I find that I'm good at two other offshoots of that skill. And I think I got a business to make. Why can't I do that? You can't under this. Well, you can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, under this you can. But right. then we have some, we have challenge. Look at this. Both sides of labor is always challenged all the time. But this is the most obscene, obnoxious. I don't even know how to directly word it. It's in a direct, right now, what we're being subjected to as self-employed is a direct attack. It's a frontal attack on all of us. And it's nationwide and it's right out in the open. Yeah. And okay. so to that, I mean, real quickly, before we move along with these these points here, I, I need to ask you because sure. this is very, this is, this is, it's concerning to me because I know it not to be true, but there are people being told that the gig economy, the app-based gig economy, cannot be affected by this rule change, by the Department of Labor rule change that is happening right now. What is your response to that? Oh, I think it is, I think it is a major portion of the target that the uh, DOL is desperately trying to, um, uh, to put on the gig economy and platform work in general and project work in its entirety. Uh, I think that you can you can go to the individual provisions. If anyone is is into it, the the five and provisions five and six, the judgment of whether you can exercise skill and initiative, they're not going to consider driving as a skill. Mm -hmm. uh, that has nothing to do with being an employee or not. There are skilled employees, there are skilled independent contractors, there are unskilled employees, there are unskilled independent contractors. It has nothing to do with the relationship of being an employee. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one was the extent to which the work performed is an integral part of the potential employer's business. That has nothing to do with the relationship between the, the company and the, and, the, and the seller of services. Absolutely nothing. So when I look at this and I go, oh, six this is designed to get to to tackle the, the delivery and rideshare people and, and make an accusation that they're they're going they don't have any skill they're just driving you know like <laughs> and then i don't know how familiar you are with multi-apping but at that point i would say that you know maybe it's not the biggest skill but first of all there's skill in in everything you do and there's things you learn but if you're multi-apping there's absolutely skill because now you're juggling Multiple apps. Yes. Being so able that's, to, that's a skill. Right. And yet they don't provide for any, protection for any of that. So this is a deliberate attack 
with all respect to the people who think that it, it can't get worse uh, and, and isn't likely to with this, I would say that please study it. You can download it for free almost anywhere. Read the last four pages. That's where the action of, of the DOL of the DOL before the notes. That's where the mm -hmm. payload is. Everything else is eyewash designed to, to make you not get to the last four pages. <laughs> yeah. Hoping that you'll get so bothered. Yeah. Like, I don't but even know what I'm reading. It's designed <laughs> to get their regulations through the courts and the appeal courts and the Supreme court and say, see, we follow the law. In fact, they're, they're disobeying it. But anyway, okay. So back to the provisions Employment, since employment is mentioned in many places in federal law, it's actually mentioned in 38 different major statutes. We also have to tackle the, the fact that you don't want to give people the, you know, the, the, the you, you know, give them the power that they've always had to be self-employed without changing all of the places that are important in federal law and in, in excluding people from being their own boss. So we've changed six of the uh, the major areas in the law. There's a, there's a list of them on our website. We've changed those to harmonize with this act and specifically what what's the attorneys do, cross-reference this change, both in the new legislation and in the existing legislation. So there aren't going to be any legitimate countersuits that oh this isn't this isn't done well that's not doesn't affect it doesn't apply here that's the that's the third problem the fourth problem that leg a serious legislation has to address is that most people begin self-employment by moonlighting mm -hmm. they have a, a regular job to pay the bills and they find some time nights and weekends doesn't matter first thing in the morning and they work a part-time assignment for somebody doing that work. And you have to allow for that. You can't ignore it. You can't say, no, you've got to be either self-employed or an employee. Absolutely false. That has nothing to do with it. This is a mm -hmm. casual, short-term relationship, doing projects. And so we address that very thing by having their own number. So you mm -hmm. work. You work days at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then you work nights and weekends under nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's a completely different relationship. You manage it, and you're responsible for making it work. Okay. No, I didn't even ask you this, but wouldn't that number also very? We are all in the gig in the gig app community. I know a lot of traditional gig workers are watching this as well, but in the gig app community, we. Um, are all very concerned about illegals on the platform. Right. Um, there's a ton who are oversaturating, already oversaturated markets to the point where barely any offers are funneling through. Wouldn't this help that? If the government, we'll see, you're, you're dependent upon somebody you trust working somewhere in government. And so if they're just handing out willy-nilly uh, what is effectively a work permit, uh, you know, social security number that all the, all of you right now are working under social security numbers. And if they start giving those away, then, then, you know, I haven't got an, I'm talking about like the people who jump on F Facebook and go to marketplace and buy a DoorDash account for 50 bucks and then run it 24 hours a day with three illegals. Right. I, I literally don't know what to do about that. I'm 
I can't address law enforcement of other laws. Mm-hmm. I have, that's not where the 40 million are. Yeah. Gig, uh, drive, you know, writer, drivers and, and delivery. Is Especially actually, the full timers. That's only 15% of the gig, of the gig, right. base gig. So you, you got to, first you got to, you'd got to deal with the honest people and let them make an honest living. Otherwise everything's just going to collapse. And I'm not sure. sure that's where the population is going right now. Rather, rather clear on that. Mm-hmm. So the, the, um, so the moonlighting is the fourth. We can be quick. This is reserved to interstate commerce, international uh, commerce, and commerce with the federal government, because you have to be careful of the state powers. You don't want another thing that the, the bad guys can come in and, and change to their benefit and have all this power in the federal government. So um, it, it would also permit interstate contracting, which a lot of states like California and New York uh, and Rhode Island are specifically targeting the, the end of interstate commerce because they're, they're, if you read the legislation, you realize what they're doing. And the sixth one is this will end what I call the misclassification hustle, which is that people come in and this was how California's, this was the gateway to California's AB5. A couple of guys come in, they're shills, and they, they get a job as independent contractors for, this was a company called Dynamax. Mm-hmm. They, you've heard the name. Yep. They work a while, a couple of months. They file a lawsuit saying, hey, we're, we're, we should be employees and get all those good benefits as employees. And, and we're not independent contractors. The judge finds for them. They win the case. Dynamax loses. It becomes law. They disappear, gone, just like D.B. Cooper up in. And they were such a small percentage. That's two guys. Two yeah. guys filed a lawsuit. <laughs> and then they, they, they turned the pyramid upside down. They've got all of California law and a 10% of the nation's economy based on two guys who are salts. They're, yeah. They got paid to do that. So we get rid of that. Because from what I know about the Dynamex is that most people were very happy with it. Or I mean, how it was before the decision. Yes. Dynamax. Most people in that, who where this all evolved, yes. were they were like, why? I like this. Yes. People that don't like it or can't handle it, go out of it. And that's true of everything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's true of candy stores. You know, if you yeah. don't like you know, hey. So what we do is you you agree that you are not going to misrepresent yourself as and and use this number as fake proof. And so you you do you have to agree to it under penalty of perjury. If you're if you're going to be honest, this won't bother you ever, won't trouble you mm-hmm. because you've never you you will never have, you know, skied out of bounds. So with, the, with that in mind, we tried to say, what's the fewest possible words we can assemble and where would we put them in order to make something that self-employers of all different descriptions could get behind and say, yes, that's what we want to do. I want to toggle myself into the ability to be self-employed. I want to protect my clients. You know, I don't want to be confused with salts. The whole, I want, I want all of it and you can get it in literally in an instant when you sign up for a federal employer identification number you walk away from it from like a three-minute online session yeah that's what's on offer 
Yeah. Um, so there's a couple questions already before we go any further. So here's Rick. He's saying that um, we have to be licensed in order to drive. Therefore, we're skilled. Okay. I agree right. with that. <laughs> right. Ex exactly. <laughs> um, Stay tuned. Um, another one, have to do facial picture um, verification. This really upsets me because I don't do some platforms. I do a lot. You guys know I do a lot of last mile courier. Yes, I've done the delivery ones. I don't do them much, but I do them for some testing with Para. When I was doing DoorDash over the holidays, they were facial recogn recognition. I mean, I only did, let's say, eight four-hour shifts. But on three of those days, I, I had facial recognition. Prove that it's you. These illegal accounts never have to do that because they take the, the no-tip orders. Because to them, 40, 50 bucks is 10 times what they'd make wherever they came from. Right. So they're taking what they don't even care. They're like, this is gold. To what we say, this is, I mean, I'm not going to go deliver something for $2 without a tip, period. The if, if you are interested in pursuing this or you know people who are, that that there could be a cause of action for someone who, who wants to attack that provision of you take no tip no, and no, edu, no um, identification is required. There, that's a discriminatory and, uh, you know, I... I'm not an attorney. Uh, I'm in a different area, but uh, that kind of mistreatment of, of common courtesy to the people you're dealing with is uh, attorneys will have an opinion about that. But you have to you have to engage one. You have to talk to somebody at least. Sure. So here's uh, Rick. He's asking to ask you, um, ask Mike, if you already have an EIN. How does that affect you? Uh, that's interesting. Um, th it, this won't get in the way. It, it, we're trying to attach to the, the concept of an EIN, we're attaching self-employment. My guess mm -hmm. is, uh, I mean, you're welcome to get another one. And that's my guess is that's what an attorney would say. You get the self-employment one and um, you can, it's, it's okay. It'll, it'll work for it uh, for an LLC too. So um Mm -hmm. that's actually bench it's mentioned in the in the bill so yeah i mean here's rick saying you know i use my ein llc wherever i can but my <laughs> issue about this is that under the new again here we go with the federal dol how much does an llc protect you it doesn't we watched it in california it did nothing doesn't at all this is this is part of the attack on self-employment. It looks through the corporate form. They invented the corporate form in Italy back in the trading days when guys sailed around in sailboats. And the corporate form helps you to bring in capital and protect people from actions against them for something that a, an organization did. And there is, it is a huge, all the, the economic improvement in Western civilization in the last 500 years has come under this protection of financial protection of of the corporation and now all of a sudden in the 21st century a certain segment that is uh near to the law has decided we're just going to do away with that because it's inconvenient for our hoped for enforcement mechanisms so uh, it, it's actually very valuable to have a corporation to to uh, handle, but as but as we know, the S corp didn't save Lisa Rothstein either. 
like from AB5. She had an S Corp and she still couldn't do her thing. And right. That's they're looking through that. Okay. And that's that's a that's disrespectful of the status of, of corporations. But nobody nobody put, you know, nobody stuck up, uh, stood up for it. Yep. So it's gone. But I mean, it is it is uh was it Rick that said he's got an EIN for his uh, LLC? Sorry for the, all the, the letters, but that's really valuable because he works under the LLC. He'd work under an LLC SEIN too. And mm-hmm. people can't say, you you drove into a fire hydrant and I'm coming after your house. Wait a minute. My house is not part of it. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. That's we got it just sounds it. so stupid to me. I'm sorry. It's no, just... I, you know, it's true. This, this goes on. You're, it's in the newspaper every day. Some damn thing like this. So you... The corporate, but the other side that opposes us doesn't want us to have those protections. They want to drive us out of the market because they're not making money from us. So that we're not under their control. We're not under their little plantation. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to word this wrong. Says Rick. <laughs> but why, why does the country hate women? Oh, the unions hate <laughs> women because, because they. I'm being serious, so. Oh, the unions hate women. It's the it's the biggest sector they can shrink without saying we're against women. So they put a bunch of women up on the podium, you know, and they make them the boss and they tell them, here, take drive all the women out. And they each have their reasons for for doing it. You know, they get to be union officers or union attorneys or something. Driving women out. They're the easiest to extract. You can't extract working age males. They don't go out. You know, they'll, they'll find something. But the women have more responsibilities for other th- things other than work. And so they have to attend to those. Those are many, most cases, those are living people. They're children, they're older, you know, parents and relatives, caregivers. And so... They want to drive the women out. That shrinks the workforce, drives up the price of labor, allows for a, a uncredentialed broker trying to drive a wedge between bosses and employees. And so that's that's their. They've been trying to do this for fifty years. Right, and I. They think you know. I'm looking. It. I'm looking here at the union incentives. So creating social dependency among the workforce. I mean, like, oh, perfect. You and I were hitting on this 85. We were talking, I was telling you about the 85% in the gig apps who work 12 hours or less a week. The rest, yeah. the 15% is the, is the, is the nuts and bolts. Those are the full-timers. They're the understanding ones. They're the ones who get on YouTube and look for things like this. But I, you and I were talking before we went on, I said, what would happen with the 15%, you know, who have W2s and then are doing eight to 12 hours a week on these platforms. And you're saying, well, the unions are still going to stick their hand in their pocket too. And that's going to be under a franchise or a scheduling or a block system for picking shifts. That won't be just turn on, turn off. No, the unions are going to get in there and they're going to run the relationship. That's why people, that's why people have in their experience since world war II, uh, union membership has been declining because people, people realized, Oh, now I've got two bosses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a problem with one. Now I got two of them and they fight. And you mm-hmm. know, one has no interest in getting along with the other. And they 
They try to collude sometimes, and there's money under the table, and it is not pretty. And so they say, I want none of this. So they leave the factory. They go do something else. They work in an office. They work on their screen. They, yeah. they you know, repair cars or whatever. Yeah. Um, but so unions prosper when workers are poorly informed, unconnected, hesitant, unconfident, suspicious, poor, and crabby. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's a legal, legal term. <laughs> but I like it because it's true. I mean, it's, and like you said, the unions have, have really fallen off. It's because, like I've said this before, and some some pro-union people, not not many in here, most of us don't want unions in this space, but those who do are usually, in my opinion, the ones who just can't cut it. And I'm not being mean. It's it's like the it's like the service industry. Anybody can go get a job in it. You'll get hired. See how you do. Some people are not meant for the service industry at all. Yes. And the same thing in my book applies to gig work. I know it's a it's a hard bullet to chew on, but to be honest, not everybody's meant to be responsible for their own income or if this is part time or you know they just they're not really ready for the responsibility because with this comes a lot of response. It's fun to think about the flex and I can turn on at midnight, I can turn on at noon, I can turn I can sleep in tomorrow, I can go party tonight, whatever you want to think. You can go do all that and turn on, but turn being able the flexibility to be able to turn on the app whenever you want is not true independence. It's flexibility. It's flexibility. Right. But it's not all the things that the traditional independent contractor. Well, I think if you if you have only one app and that's all you do, I think regardless of the law if that's the only way you are going to make your money, you become dependent on them in some way. Now, a, a buyer, a, a guy with a business and one employee is also de dependent on that one employee. If she comes in and makes the donuts every morning, you know, and he wants to sleep in or take his kids to school or whatever, mm -hmm. then, then the, the employer is dependent on that on that individual. So this is a two-way street of dependency. I think that people who use multiple apps are demonstrating that they don't want to be dependent upon just one app. I think that's, it doesn't matter the skill. It doesn't matter if it's driving, nuclear chemistry, whatever. If that's the only way you get work as a smart business person, you will say, I need another way to get to customers. It could be another app. It could be a, a network. You could go to, you know, go to a company that makes nuclear power products and look for work, whatever. All of these are, are a manifestation of people who are, want to take the initiative, which is typically what characterizes the self-employed. They have high morale. They know they can, they can affect their lives if they get out and do it. They have high initiative and they feel and take at all times responsibility. If yep. you're just sitting there, you know, waiting for a roast duck to fly in your mouth, you're dependent. So I'm, I'm looking at your note here right now, number number nine under this one. So for 85 years, the unions have used the, um, the uh, FLSAs, everyone is an employee. Yes. Premise, to keep self-employers from choosing self-employment. But 
for 85 years, that hasn't kept people from being self-employed freelancers. Correct. I mean, they've, there was no, and be legal about it. You can, well, let's put it this way. The government apparatus respected the corporation. They respected LLCs, LLPs. They even respected solo proprietorships. And basically, as long as you're, the, the taxes get paid and you're looking and feeling like an independent contractor, you can be one. You know, like they're just, we're just hands off. Well, in the last four years, I think everyone will agree that whatever hands off we were before, we're not anymore. And so it's coming to a head. And at the same time, the enormous number of people that are finding, hey, this is really much better. I make more money. I make it when I want to. I do what I want. I work for people as clients that I want to work for. And I don't have loony bin guys around me at work. So I don't have to go postal. So uh, they're driving a huge change in the economy. And there are people that are worried about it. But yeah, but then we but then we fall back to AB5 type thing like, okay, let's kill 2 million careers and we're going to create those many jobs. But wait, we only created 100 jobs. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, because uh, if you kill off 70, let's just call it 70 because you had it 73, you had it 65. So let's just call it 70 million. If by the middle of this year, end of this year, 70 million ICs, you're going to create 70 million jobs? No. You're not. There I don't no know how you're going to create, and I'm going to be way over the top here. I don't know how you'd create seven million. You're not. The self-employment is the absolute best job generator that has ever been inv invented, and it goes back a long ways. It goes back to the you know 1700s and Mozart and Beethoven. Be Mozart invented it. Beethoven perfected it. You know. They had skill. They didn't, he, you know, Mozart had skill. He knew it. He knew what he wanted to write. He knew what he wanted to do. And he didn't want to work for the count and write the music the count wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. And so he became the first modern era, you know, self-employer and said, I'm, I'm here. I'm Mozart. You know, I can work for anybody. <laughs> and Beethoven basically came along and said, hmm, he needs a variety of types of work. He needs a couple of different income streams. I think I needs a little more, you know, energetic music, although Mozart's pretty good. And Mozart, uh, Beethoven made a lot of money at it. Uh, he showed all of us how to do it, but he, don't depend on one distribution channel. First thing. So... And and music is one of these professions. Is if you're if a musician can't be a musician, they haven't got anything else. They've spent their lives since they were three, four, five, six, just playing that instrument and becoming a professional musician. They don't have any alternative at all. So and why should they? Well, right. Who you're, wants? Weren't we taught in school that pursue your dreams? I mean, you're trying to drive all the Taylor Swifts out of the entertainment industry. Wow. That's, what, that's what I'm saying, though. But like when I went to school, when you went to school, even even people younger than me, when they went to school until we got like lunatic here. Yeah. Like, to be honest, we were all taught to to do what you want to do. Yeah. Well, that be was who you are. Do what you do. Who I, you I, are. Do I you totally agree. Be as be everything you can be. I, I agree. But the, remember, the people that wrote that modern DOL, they didn't answer any of these questions. 
They focus, mm -hmm. they want you to focus on this ant-like thing. Are you independent? You know, in in control of it, and and five other crazy things. So, so what is so the third incentive to unions? I, I need I wanted to hit on this too to make um, business customers of self-employers feel fearful to engage them. We saw yeah. this with AB five. Yes, news public. I'll use news. I'll use reporters for instance. That's the collateral damage that if the if the unions can't get their way and and, and overtly write out the make it impossible, which they're very close to doing with the contemporary uh, DOL interpretation, mm -hmm. then they're going to scare the buyers, and they they're really good at it. They they are allied officially with I mean officially uh, in action with plaintiffs attorneys who have heard these people break down you know in. Uh, dis, you know, di disclosure, taking depositions as to, you know, how they, how fearful they are of, of these penalties. And they're realizing, oh, these people will never do this again. And so we have to bring terror to their eyes as buyers, they never to buy from self-employers again. And that's as good as legislation in their eyes. It's probably cheaper and easier, you know, just terrify 30 million buyers bingo we're done so when you when when you mentioned here the country is poised to issue any voluntary self-employer to choose the work status or self-employer a nine-digit self-employment identification when you say poised is that meaning like it would be so easy to implement because that's how i read it yes you'd have you'd have it would if we actually had this, you could broadcast it everywhere in about a month. You could get everybody involved because through their friends, through their relatives, through their family, through their attorney, their accountants, uh, local politicians would tell you, hey, you can now be self-employed. You know, this will help West Virginia and it will. It'll help Louisiana and it will. It'll help New York City and it will. And, and if you do see that kind of thing, though, guys, do expect the other side to say, hey, if you do this, you're screwed even though you won't be. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're, if we get close, oh, then the, then the lies will come out. Yeah. I mean, you have, to, you have to have a very thick skin to participate in politics. And what's happened is that the politicians have said, we're going to teach these people. They're either going to be passive and submissive or they're going to wind up with a thick skin. Yeah, that's the, that's the choice. I don't know. I, I thought this was the land of opportunity. and um... it, it is. We're occupied at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's Matter good. of fact. <laughs> I love it. Um, but can we let's let's roll through some of these gig economies too big for the unions because oh. I think people need to hear this stuff because not again, most of you watching, I know you're not pro-union, but this is this is good stuff to understand why this won't work. Well, I <laughs> You, you want to read it or do you want me to? Well, I mean, I mean, I would let I would maybe I should just let you go through it as you as you think these points would matter or with however you want to roll through it, because you've got a bunch of points here. But yeah, well, I it, it's a it's like a this is how the thoughts go. If you one of the important things of being in business is you have to understand your opponent whoever it is, the other company, the guys who would do you ill, uh, you have to understand your competition. And for the self-employed, the biggest competition right now is, is 
the government, and that's pretty much owned by the unions in the Labor Department. You can look it up. You read these people's backgrounds. They're all ex-labor attorneys, ex-labor organizers. You know, mm-hmm. you've, you've done it yourself. Like these oh, people, yeah. all, That's all they know is unions. And they've been W-2s their entire life. So uh, the gig economy is now, what, 44% of, of the economy will... None of those people legally can be organized. Uh, none of them, they're not going to get a dime of dues. They're not going to get a dime of pension breakouts. They're not going to get any golf clubs and trips to you know exotic destinations. So they're just going to do away with them. So at the same time that we've gained in the last end of 2024 to the beginning of 2023, we will gain about 10 million self-employers. That's as many union members, I think, as we have right now. So we're we're growing faster than than they're even living. I mean, it's it's a it's a remarkable thing. We're gonna and then we'll add some more. Are people that out of tune with the fact that the whole world is doing this right now? No, with me, the world world's in tune with it. You ask it, people. No, that, the, no, the world is. I mean, here in this country, are the are our are, are, are population that out of tune that globally the 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 new gig economy the the new way of working that everything needs to be thrown in the trash and revamped kind of thing no, that the I, w2 models kind of collapsed a little bit i don't want to say collapsed but it's not we have a highly educated and because we're older a highly experienced workforce mm-hmm. they have and we have a country culture of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. you know the cowboys you got a horse you got a hat you know you got a you got a pack for your food you went off and, and did whatever you were going to do you hunted you you herded you know you farm mm-hmm. and that's that's self-reliant i'm not expecting anybody to feed me i have to go off i have to live off the land that breeds a great deal of of self-reliance that that is a definition of self-reliance and at the same time the unions are shrinking you know people don't want to be passive anymore so uh, they're shrinking even if they're uh, they're growing in like the government realm they're still shrinking overall people going no not so much i'm not interested in that so the union said what have we got and they, they're trying things. So they we're going to where they think they have the most power right now is in the Biden administration. We can pull some levers and we mm-hmm. can we can take take a shot at these people. They looked at how effective the uh, uh, freelancers were in um, uh, fighting the PRO Act, which is one big law. Everything rolled into one and a guy with an anger management problem promoting it. Here's to you, Rich Trumpka. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the the guy was skilled. I I you know got to yeah. tip my hat to what he did. But the, the unions, after he passed away, the unions decided oh, this isn't working. So mm-hmm. they have broken it apart, and they are now going state by state, and uh, working with states where they have more control. And they're putting in very hostile and very difficult to fight laws that are, in many cases, completely submer- you know, submerged. You don't you don't hear about them until the, the governor of New York passes one. It's just like 
takes away the power of contract completely among many other faults. Mm-hmm. They're going to, they're going to run your contract for you. There's another example. Uh, they are going to, the, the in law right now, the secretary of uh, labor in New York will write the contract that all gig workers will have to abide by. And that means that, that Uber and Lyft and the others will have to accommodate as well. That's already in law. I haven't heard a word about anything on that. So in addition, so they, they've got this, the um, previous administration put a very common sense interpretation into law the right way. They went through all the hearings. They went through all the research. They went through the administrative niceties. And they put in a law that basically says if the individual has control over the work, as defined by a lot of courtroom cases back to 1940, and has the opportunity for profit and loss, then, then they're independent. That's, that's how we're going to interpret it. And, and you can figure that out. Anybody can, can figure that out. But it's a very arduous way to, to make a regulation that is now affects pushing half the workforce. So DOL now, once they tried to skip all the hoops, then the court said, nah, not, you can't do it that way. So now they went through all the hoops and they ignored all the testimony and did the same thing in a very clever way and used six tests and a seventh of anything else that we can find. And they said, so Mike, Mike's talking about the a six prong version of the California ABC test. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, but it's left up to a lot of interpretation. It's really hard yeah. to make. And I it, mean, it's like you could read that and even I could even read that and say, well, that W two person doesn't even like, I don't know, like even like, like, you know, I know that one of the big things is um, they think, you know, I know that like um, Vina Dubal and some of the other people on the labor side of things, the Julie Sue's, they think that we're too stupid to understand that we're, we're being abused when we've chosen this. But at the same time, I had a challenge come up in my head that I haven't heard anybody talk about. I've had a salary position. Now, shouldn't salary have to go under that test as well? Test of which? Like an ABC. If I'm, I don't want them to, but if you're going to do it on independent, I mean, shouldn't you have to? Because salary is, you're going to make a hundred grand. We're going to give you these benefits. Is it 40 hours a week? Some weeks, some weeks it's 80. Some weeks, I mean, I've worked for salary positions oh, where I'm way over the top without money. Shouldn't well, they? Because if they're really worried about my, how much I'm being paid. Uh, separate can of worms. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I just saw it as there's some correlation here because there's abuse of my time on the other side, too. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah. And, and you would if if that's why people are walking. Like I, I can do this myself. I, I, I don't, if I'm uh, an individual of color, I, you know, I don't have to put up with, you know, I'm online. I have a, I have a badge, you know, that, that the platform displays and I don't have to have my face in it. And uh, if I'm a little older or if I, you know, have acne or whatever, I don't have to show that. And you hire me on what I'm going to do for you and the rate I charge you and the, the terms we can work out. And people are in, that's why 10 million people have done this. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's as, how, how big is New York? You know, if yeah. they're just well, simply, 
they're just simply putting down their tools and they're saying, see ya, you know? Yeah. So I mean, the uh, carnivage here said, so he's in Vegas and um, people are no longer loyal to companies since they are no longer loyal to their employees. I, I have heard that for 50 years and, and, I, and it's true. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, continuing down this list too, I see that you, you one thing you put in here for the union say, Unions can say they are winning because gig workers and self-employed are not engaged in politics. Is that really true? Like yes. self-employed people are not in. See, I thought I thought that was different. That's kind of eye-opening to me too. They're busting their rear ends. They haven't got time for politics. They 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 survive on what they can actually produce, which is not the political world. And so mm -hmm. they don't like they don't like the the conflict. They don't like the falsehoods. They don't like the posturing because none of those things, that's not how they make their money. They don't make their money with conflict. They don't make it with posturing. They don't make it with falsehoods. They be honest with their clients, whatever it is. And if they say they're going to work X and produce Y, they do it. They want to collect their money and go on and, and do the next thing. And they want more variety than working for the same old, you know, suits every day. And so they, they, and they change and, and they don't get involved in politics. I have family members who are in this. They're just sick of it. And they eventually move, uh, change. So there's a lot going on. And they're smart. And they they know they're more valuable than what they're making. So go out and try it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the union, we talked about the unions being, you know, they're trying to exclude women, shrink the mm -hmm. workforce and increase their control. And mostly they're trying to outmaneuver a much larger group. I mean, 70 million freelancers, call it 60, is a whole lot bigger, but we're everywhere. And politicians say, we never hear from them. You know, well, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Right now, I suspect they actually don't. But we can change that. And we can change that. Your platform can help change that. And we're developing a little like a how to develop clout if you're an independent contractor and they're very easy things to do and once you do them you go hey that wasn't bad and over time you can get to be quite skilled at making your weight felt in the state and federal legislatures and that matters but for now unions have figured out these guys don't matter they don't register because the legislature weighs their contacts with people and we don't weigh anything. So we're a zero. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty clear on that in my mind, but that, that, that can change and wait till people start, you know, clients start saying, we're just not doing independent contractors anymore. I have no idea what we're going to do, but we can't use you. That day is at hand and it's March 11th when they, and that's what blows my mind. Again, I go back to, I'll even be, beyond generous because i know this can't even happen but if there's 70 million ic's and you were to create 7 million hell let's call it 10 let's give them the let's give them way beyond what would actually happen can they even create 5 million 10 million jobs no they, they the work so what happens to everybody they're not going to work and the business will shrink they won't have money in that and the business it, it's going to be a the equivalent of shrinking the money supply was in the depression all of a sudden nobody has any money because nobody there's no money going around well the same as labor you can't run a business without labor 
-hmm. Europeans try and they all get into gravel pits. And so they have a lot of concrete buildings and they guys don't start working till they're 40 because that's how long it takes for, you know, from out of school to having another generation retire, you know, God's, mm -hmm. God's term limits to your career. So, um, yeah, I think, I think I have, they're not, they're not expecting it. And in many cases, they don't care. They're just going to get more. So money. is this going to be 70 million? Is this going to be 70 million new government programs to help you live? I think, I think they're going to try to make it that way, but they're, they're running out of money. If you're following. Yeah, them. no, they're, they're, I mean, we look yeah. guys pull up usdebtclock.org. Yeah. You want to see how much money we have? We don't. We don't. So we owe know, the entire world money. Okay. But 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 in the modern monetary theory, that doesn't matter. That, do, that absolutely doesn't matter because they'll they'll generate the money and then tax it later. We're seeing them do that now. Well, anyway, this is this is how you get people out on the street. Okay, let's not go down that road too far. So for self-employers, we can and we should and we really have to turn this around, and that involves raising our voices, you know, over the paid voices of the union's friends and we can be a lot louder and it doesn't, it won't take us long for our forces to be, to be more visible, more audible and more important because we have the votes and the other side doesn't have the votes, but the legislators haven't seen that yet. How do you feel about this comment? Unions only work for the companies uh, need those specific employees if they don't, they will find a way to avoid the union. Not quite sure. Um, I, I think he, so. I think there's one word. Unions only work when the companies um, need those specific employees. If they don't, they find a way to avoid it. So, like, it, like if a company, yeah. like, gosh, we can't get by right. unless we have this many of this, and we we're going to need to go to the union. See, I'm not sure. I see it that way, but I can well, see what he's saying. Is, this battle right now is not about whether unions work in the sense this is imposed unionism. This mm -hmm. is, this is, you're going to have a union because nobody, right. can, you know, the, the, the mechanism is there. You won't be able to get a, um, a DOL can work this out in about 20 minutes. You won't be able to get help uh, unless you've certified like with health insurance that you have health insurance, that, unless you've certified that your people are going to be organized by a, uh, an approved labor union. I was just going to say, it, it's probably going to be in the health place marketplace yeah. at the end of the year. Like pick your health plan. Now pick your union. We have, we have a, a, a government that knows no, has no limits right now. Just none. Yeah. No, I mean, this is clear. Like I won't, I mean, Mike and I were talking about backstage about some of the bigger, big picture issues. And you guys really, I know that some of you are blowing off this um, March 11th date in the gig app space. And I got to say to you, even if you truly believe it can affect that, I know a lot of you firsthand. I speak to you guys all the time. I know a lot of you don't want to be gig app workers for the rest of your life. I know that you have other dreams. Those will be gone. So don't. So even let's say that you were correct and gig space won't be touched. Your dreams are, they're gone. But that's not the case. The gig space will be touched. So we need to turn the narrative around. We, yeah. we, it's an un, unappetizing future that we all face. 
and it's being imposed by people who have momentarily have power and actually have no suasion if if we can demonstrate what we want and yeah. i'm not calling for in the streets because i don't think that's the right place to go no this is this is not that so we need to propose a solution everyone's going to say well what are you going to do and be my own boss was written for that it's i mean you can print the darn thing off on your computer you can send a copy to your legislature and say this will free me up all i want that's, that's is why i love it and endorse it and it's not just mike's personality although i like mike a lot it's not just that um it's that it's easy it's lit and it should be easy it should be easy it's, it's easy. like how i think of taxes like dude taxes could be an index card yeah especially for a w-2 employee it should be three lines here <laughs> there are, there are jokes about that but yes i i agree this is this this these labor laws were not written for people who are working there are people who are working they're written for people who are not working and making money from it right so it's you know like i say everything that happens in government happens for a reason so yeah uh, we need a law. And that's why we wrote Be My Own Boss, because we could see this coming. We know we knew how popular it was. I've, I've been living with self-employment my entire life, all 300 years of it. I'm the I'm the, the son of three generations of professional musicians. Every one of them was self-employed. And it goes back to 1893 when my great grandfather came over in his 20s. He was a clarinetist, and he had a gift for putting on band show, band music shows that people wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. That's self-employment. And his kids, mm -hmm. my grandfather's generation, formed the Cleveland Symphony, which is still around. There were eight of them. They all played three, uh, two or more instruments. Phenomenal family. Then the third generation mostly followed by that time that was the end of performing music now it's all recorded so i went into something else but i've still been uh self-employed my whole life you see i know that there's a lot of traditional work in there too but i don't understand why we are so set on demolishing arts because when i looked at the 608 non-carve outs i mean there's like a hundred in film <laughs> yes basically anybody in film can't work Anyone in anyone in film entertainment, uh, you know, video entertainment. You're done. Yeah. Uh, they, those entire businesses are sub, are contracted. Without without a movie, there's nothing there. There's a president and a couple of accountants that filed. You know, everybody else is brought in for a project. A couple mm -hmm. guys finance. You know, got to yeah. go get money and. I mean, and, I, knowing yeah. production myself, working it for twenty years plus. I mean. Yeah. You need gaffers, you need grips, you need stagehands, you need lighting experts, you need um, trust masters, you need pyrotechnics, you need lighting, you need sound, you need it, every position is independent contractorship. Yes, sometimes union people are brought in as like event staff. That's different. The true yeah. mechanisms are all independent. Look at the defense industry. It's it's. It the people that make the weapons that protect us used to um they're all that's all project work you get a government contract and you make you know 170 
fighters or helicopters or something. Well, if you don't get the contract, you lay everybody off. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like we don't sit around needing guys who design helicopter rotors if we're not going to make any the next two years. Yeah. So that's why guys so, become self-employed. So as we wrap it up here, what is, what is the, what is the, what is the, the, what's the, what's the message? What's the best thing for people to do today? Because the March 11th date is rolling up. March 11th is rolling up. I would say you need to think carefully about your future and where you're going to make money because as mm -hmm. it stands right now nothing in in two months is going to stop the steamroller from coming for these self-employed jobs people might find a little bit around the edges you know but you're not going to get a job you're not going to get a full offer for those no. people i mean you've been living in working in duluth minnesota and you've been dealing with people in the sunbelt designing high you know, hotels, you are not going to work for a Louisiana hotel. It just isn't going to happen. They don't, they're designed. <laughs> they're yeah. done. But there's so many businesses that won't be able to see on top of independent contractors. There's so many businesses that won't be able to exist without independent contractors. Right. Um, I would say that the, that I would learn the names of your state rep, your state senator, your federal rep and your two state senators and i would get cozy with with who they are and i'd write them a letter or an email or even call their office if you're a little nervous about doing that call them in the evening when they're not home call them on the way but there's no reason to be nervous guys i spoke to senator priola who i don't agree with when we did the town hall here he showed up stephanie showed up with her legislation he was the one that shot it down we all had a great conversation with him. There's no, and that was face to face. There's no reason you should be afraid to contact your elected officials. Right. They're, they're not, they, they run for office every two years, most of them, except for the, some senators. And uh, they want to, basically, they want to do what the bulk of the people want them to do. So, right. um, and I would, uh, so that's the, the first step of the clout is, is be heard. Otherwise, you're minus. You're a minus one. You can be a plus one, and then you can go from there and build on it. So, um, and then I'd I'd sign up with this legislation. Yeah. Uh, join Steve's. Join New Jobs. Yeah, America. guys. Hit up newjobsamerica.com. Hit up um, driver singular driverrights.org. Here, I'll put it up here for just a second. If you guys haven't already, that's what we were referring to earlier. And when I said I'm standing by Mike on this legislation. We have 70 plus thousand signatures on this now. I mean, like in New York State, we have 8,000. I love to hand that packet to Mike. Here, we, add we, this to yours. We would we would love to. <laughs> so, I mean, now it's like Mike has an arsenal to go in there because we were talking New York's a big problem right now. That's a whole nother thing. But it's it's a huge problem. Like, and But for every state, we've got it all broke apart. So if you're like, hey, Alabama's going through some, I can like just toggle a couple things and pull all the Alabama people. You know, it's like, I'm not saying they will be. I'm just pointing it out. Like, that's how easy access we have to these 70,000 plus names. But add your name to this driver singular rights.org and go there because the only things it's going to ask you are, the. I'll only show you guys two screenshots because we've talked about this before, but I just want to show you that, look, if you agree with these, you know, that you, you know, they hide information from us on the gig platforms. We should, it should be completely transparent. They stop you from using tools. We're allowed to use any tools at, that we want outside of the hiring entity. 
Um, we can't do that. And they deactivate with no feedback or due process. So if you believe in these four principles, that I'm in charge of my work, I have a say in the system, my time is val valuable, and I own my data, go over to driverrights.org and sign it, please. Because that's all that we're going for there, is just that you agree to that. Again, Mike's legislation, good stuff. The move, the driver right movement, good stuff. There's nothing bad behind this. It's not like we're saying, hey, in the background, there's a union. This is the opposite. We're, we're, that's why not all legislation is horrible. Do we want it in every space? No. But when things get out of control, and if you guys think these gig apps will start paying you more, even if all the illegals left the platforms, they're not going to pay you more. We've never seen that in fifth, since 2009 when Travis Kalanick launched Uber. There has been upward climbs and and um, and honeymoon periods for pay. But then when it starts declining, it's never come back up on any platform. So, of course, they honeymoon period to populate the app. But don't think that that don't think that just by sitting still, the, you're going to get paid more. You're not. No, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. And that's and that and it sucks. But that's true. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's it, we're not trying to be jerks here. It's just this is what it is. This is where we're at. And there's a government that wants us to not, that thinks we're too stupid to have the right to make our own decisions. I mean, that's what they say anyway. Really, it's all about them, but they use that excuse. You guys are too dumb to understand what you're doing. And I don't feel that way. I know Mike doesn't. And uh, all of everybody in this country has the right to go be their own boss. Look at it, Steve. I look at it this way. We, you can, it's a choice of law. We're giving people the choice of employment law or contract law. And everyone says, well, that's radical. But wait a minute. You want to get married? You have to go through a rigmarole much more complicated than this. And you get to be, you know, judged under marital law as a as a married person. Mm -hmm. and we don't we don't make a big deal out of that. We don't have a department of marriage, you know, with 27,000 employees uh, just trying to define marriage and happy marriage and comfortable marriage and, you know, whatever. We, um, we have a military. You go mm -hmm. into the military, you play by their rules. You agree to that. And there was one other one. It's very common. Uh, momentarily, it's gone. That military one threw me off because I'm just thinking about some scenarios going oh, on there. That driver's I license. You got a driver's license. You don't think a thing about it, and yet you're 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 no longer a pedestrian. You're going to be judged as your responsibility. You hit that hydrant. You hurt somebody. You know you got you yeah. go at the wrong speed. You're responsible for it, pal. And this is we have people that are married, driving, and in the military. Can you imagine all the responsibility they have? And they carry it out flawlessly. So all we're saying is. People are entitled to choose their work. And if they want to work self-employed, this is how you do it. Okay. Yeah, that simple, easy. Fixes six different forms of legislation that get in the way all at once. So yeah. we're welcoming. We welcome you to join New Jobs America. Let's get in there. Let's make your vo vo voice, voice count and uh, change this. 100%. It's our country. Yeah. And yeah, 100%. That is just straight up truth.
It is our country. And it is not, we elect officials, but it's not their country. It's our country. And quick note, we did not dive into March 11th too hard today, specifically because tomorrow is another podcast with legal with Pacific Legal Foundation and Kim Cavan. The title of it is Why We Sued the Department of Labor at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, it will be live streamed to all to many platforms, you guys. This one's going out to about 15. Um, but would love to catch it. Would love to hear you guys in the live. With that said, thank you all for watching and listening. Huge thanks to Mike Harubi um, and New Jobs America, which, again, guys, if you missed the start, I'm fully on board with this. I'm endorsing it for whatever that means to you, even if it just means you'll go look at it. You don't need to take my word for it, but go read, go look through it. Go see how simple it sounds. Go to driverrights.org. See how simple it sounds. There's no hidden agenda on those. It's just, hey, guys, not, we should have the rights that we're owed. Right. Thank you, so, Steve, for that endorsement. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and Mike and I will be working together. I'll, I'll get Mike every damn name he wants from any state that we've re retrieved because they, they want the same thing he does. So um, anything I can do to help that cause, I will be doing so. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Huge thanks to Mike for joining me. Until thank tomorrow, you, be safe, earn smart, and, of course, guys, be good to each other. Here, here. She was just a baby.